Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green on WGR is presented by Woods to Wedges, by Michelob Ultra, by the Western New York PGA, by Custom Turf, and by our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. It's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. 7 a.m. here on a Saturday. Good morning. It is the Tee to Green Golf Show, your hour weekly fix for local golf talk here in western New York. And it's right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Working hard this week. He's on assignment this He's week. He's on assignment at the Park Club. <laughs> their invitation. Back in Buffalo has their invitational. So, uh, it's an important day, I think. It is. So Jeff working hard there, and uh, I know Jeff might uh, have us on an, in the pro shop there. So, uh, Jeff, good morning. We miss you today, and you're missing out on a good one here as we are live at Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, just down the thruway, a uh, kind of a cold, crisp fall day here. It, it, it feels like Ryder Cup weather, I'll say, Kevin. Well, you know, training camps across the street, it feels like an actual game day. Uh, forecast, uh, you know, mid to late September, uh, but that's all right. The sunrise, we got to witness that coming up. Uh, we were behind 13 green, uh, the famed 13th hole here at Oak Hill on the east course. Um, just a be- gorgeous place, and look forward to talking about it with uh, a couple special guests today here on the show. Absolutely. We'll get to those in just one second. The show, of course, Tee to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA, Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, and our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. As we said, we are here at Oak Hill. We're on the beautiful patio overlooking the 18th hole of the East Course. And first joining us is the head golf professional here at Oak Hill, Jason Ballard. Jason, good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for having us here. This is uh, um, this place is special, as you know. And as most everybody in Western New York knows, they've come up for... Um, most recently, the PGA Championship in 2013, the senior uh, PGA that's been here, that will be coming here again. This is the place to see the greats uh, play in Western New York. Absolutely, and we're, we're so excited to have uh, um, the PGA Championship back in 2023 as well. Um, so, you know, it's part of our legacy here to, to hold major championships. Our membership uh, loves having uh, having them here, and uh, I think uh, we have a great track record of uh, producing some great champions here as well. Yeah, I mean, this this place has held nearly everything. Uh, Ryder Cup has been here. I mean, that's just, yeah. you know, the U.S. Open, the U.S. Amateur, the PGA Championship. Um, you know, Senior we, PGA. We need to move the Open Championship over here, maybe to have everything <laughs> else, right? Or Women's U.S. Open, right? Yeah. Have that. Um, Women's U- yeah. U.S. Open would be great. Uh, you know, the, the Masters can be tough to get up here. Yeah, the Masters would be <laughs> probably the But, we, we, you know, well, you came from Augusta National, right? From I did. Here, so I did. Uh, Close, close enough for me. <laughs> yeah, I was there uh, for for six wonderful years. Uh, great learning experience for me. Uh, we're bringing some of the uh, the details and the uh, the exceeding expectations and all the things that they do great down there. We're trying to bring to Oak Hill, and uh, you know I'm, I'm very proud of my staff and, and uh, what we've done in a few short years since I've been here. Well, coming from Augusta National and now coming to a place like Oak Hill, Jason, I'm sure. Uh, for anybody listening, they would say, wow, that's two of the best courses in the world that you get a chance to be a part of. So I'm sure you feel fortunate about that. And while there's some similarities, there's some differences, but I know that uh, the history at Augusta speaks for itself, but the history, Kevin mentioned all the events that have been here. So um, I'm, I'm sure as a person that if you're a head golf professional, you've loved golf your whole life, just to know the history of the grounds that you've walked at these two places. It's got to be, uh, I'm sure, something that you don't take for granted. Uh, absolutely not. Uh, it, it, you know, driving in Chapin Way every single morning, you kind of have to pinch yourself. Uh, and re- and it's a reminder of, of all the hard work and, and luck, how lucky we've been to, to work at the places we have. You know, we've held 11 major championships here. We're going to be holding 13 in the next few years. So, uh, again, part of our legacy and tradition um, 
you were talking about number 13 on our East course. Uh, just walking around the Hill of Fame there and seeing the names, Ben Hogan, Sam Snead, um, Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, um, really kind of get your heart racing a little bit if you're a golf fan. Yeah, you know, one of the uh, great things, too, I had a chance to play it. Well, no, it was media day, Brian, and before the 2013, the, the plaque over there, McKeel. So, yes. you know, if, if you get a chance to come play the East course sometime, uh, by the way, the West course uh, is no slouch. By the way, the West course is fantastic, too. Um, the East course, where the major championships have been held, there's a plaque there. It's 173 yards. Sean McKeel, 7-iron. Drop a ball, hit a 7-iron, and you'll see, you'll, I mean, we all saw the shot, what a great shot it was, but you drop it there, you have that look, you're like, wow, it's an unbelievable shot that yeah. he hit from that distance. And I remember I, I dropped the ball, I took my 7-iron out, I hit it, it's on the line, and the player was, well, it's going. I go, no, no, wait for it, wait for it, <laughs> boom, to the bottom of the hill. I go, that's, uh, you know, a ways away. You know, that's how well these guys strike the ball in the PGA Tour, and they hit that shot, you know, with the grandstand behind it. Just incredible, and a great moment. Another great moment, and uh, that's what great courses do. They commemorate it, and you know, the exact spot, and it's just fantastic. And I noticed too, Jason, the the updated plaque for Jason Duffner's course record. He shot the sixty three here. Uh, the sixty fours. I know you, the plaque stayed out there, which I thought was great because there's some great names on that plaque out there. Right, uh, Ben Hogan shot that in the forties. Uh, uh, he shot a, a sixty four. Uh, so anything that has Hogan's name on it, you don't remove from your property. That's for sure. sure uh, yeah. But we can't take away from what Curtis Strange did too. He tied that record as well. So um, absolutely. You mentioned Ben Hogan, um, Colonial Country Club at Fort Worth. They have his office. You know. Um, it roped off, but you can kind of walk in the door there in the pro shop, and they have what you guys have done a great job here at Oak Hill is all the history, the old golf clubs uh, that were used to win, uh, everything commemorated about those major championships uh, and the great players that have played here. And I, I love going through, you're know, walking through and looking at those and stop and take, just taking a look at, wow, okay, yeah, great moment. This photo, that golf club, the trophies, uh, done a great job of capturing the history here at Oak Hill. Absolutely. We have a great historian's office. It's part of the tour that I give to anyone that, that wants it. Uh, I was fortunate to take Andy North up there last year, um, and it was neat uh, because we, he played in the John R. Williams tournament, which we hold every September. I think this is going to be the 50. Didn't they win? That was him in the photo. Okay, he, yeah. He won. <laughs> yeah he won. So we went up there and looked at some old photos, and Andy was uh, very impressed on uh, what we've done and what we've uh, uh, kept. And we're going to continue to put that stuff up on the walls for future generations to see. What was Andy North's handicap in that event? It had to be uh, zero, right? I'm sure he was a zero. <laughs> he, you know, he's won, he's won two majors, so he's, he's pretty darn good. Yeah, That's he's so, a marked man when he's yeah. you know, in, in the lineup. We've Absolutely. got uh, Paul Azinger coming uh, next month uh, for the John R. Williams to speak, so we're excited about that. Oh, well. great. Yeah. Absolutely great. Tita Green here live at Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester. Brian Colziel and Kevin Sylvester and the head golf professional Jason Ballard here from Oak Hill joining us. We'll get to our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week with Jason here coming up in just a few moments. He's going to talk about what you should do to warm up before your round, but uh, just a couple of other things to talk about with this event. So how about the build-up to these two events that are coming up here, the Senior PGA we mentioned in 19, the PGA in 2023, uh, I know that we're going to speak with David Fries in a little bit, the golf chair here, about maybe some of those events. But just your take on it, just the staffs, you know, are, the excitement build up, and just is there anything in terms of maybe what people might be wanting that might be interesting from behind the scenes in terms of just getting ready for an event like that? Yeah, sure. So the the build out for a uh, senior PGA, uh, as far as um, putting up the observation stands and, and and corporate tents and things like that, you know, it's it's about sixty days. Um, so there's a lot of activity. I can tell you that the senior PGA staff just moved in last week. So you're, you're, you're talking two years out in mm. advance. Um, for, a, for a PGA championship, you're looking at maybe three years out. Wow. So uh, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that happens. Um, I can tell you that on behalf of my staff, but also the rest of the PGA um, professionals in the Western New York section, we couldn't be more excited to have our championships here. Uh, you know, being part of the PGA of America, um, it's very special to have those two events coming up. And uh it's, uh, there's a lot of work that goes into into it. You know, I've been a part of ma many major championships, U.S. Open, uh, Masters tournaments, but uh, it's they're all rewarding when they're done um, because all the hard work certainly pays off, and it's about the the patron and spectator experience. Well, you know, it's I'm glad you mentioned the, the hard work uh, because I imagine the workload's maybe not double, but it's certainly more like you you have a standard for your membership. 
here at Oak Hill. Any club does. They have a standard of um, a service and uh, course conditions that they want to keep up that the members expect, uh, and rightfully so. I, I, I bet it's even more so here because of well, you got two golf courses, but you also have the Fame Golf Course, the East Course, where the major championships have happened, will happen. So how much daily thought goes into, all right, what are we doing with the golf course today um, in conjunction with the superintendent and his staff uh, to keep it up in that championship course expectation? Because you mentioned Andy North came here and played, like, you know, prominent prominent guests come here to play and may be their only time coming to play. They have an expectation. Yeah, absolutely, and our, our job is to exceed those expectations. Uh, our, our golf course superintendent, Jeff Corcoran, does a fantastic job. He's been here for many years. Uh, we're, we're very blessed to have two great golf courses here. The West Course is still ranked in the top 25 in the state, which we're very um, excited about. But I can tell you that uh, on a daily basis, I mean, you could hold a major championship here. I mean, if we were to go out today, uh, I think the, the PGA would be very uh, impressed on the, on the daily uh, course conditions. Uh, I can tell you that with all the rain we received, the rough is very tough right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, similar to what it was in the uh, 08 Senior PGA uh, when Jay Haas won. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the green speeds are, are up there. Uh, he's rolling the greens as we speak. We're getting ready for our um, men's invitational. So I, I know what Jeff uh, is going through right now uh, over in uh, um, Buffalo area. So uh, my, he just texted me by the way that they got rained out today. <laughs> like we had so uh, much rain overnight, you know. Yeah. But so they are listening, by the way. The, the yeah. Pro show. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "What we're going through? We're trying to figure out what we're gonna do." But anyways, I'm sorry. No, Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I understand. You know, on a daily basis, we're gonna even during those major championship years, we're gonna hold our our, our club events. Uh, you know, our men's invitation has 288 players this mm-hmm. next week. Uh, we have a, a tournament called the Foils, uh, where we get uh, you know 160. Uh, our opening day is 250 strong. So our members expect to continue to hold those events even during championship years. Um, so it, it's a challenge, but it's a, it's a challenge that we accept and, and we enjoy. I, I, I would, the members have to embrace it too, though, right? I mean, right. there's only a select few clubs that get to host a PGA championship. Well, I agree <laughs> with you, Kevin, a lot. It's not just our membership. It's the entire community they embrace it, uh, the economic impact to the community, but also uh, the the, the charity and, and, and what we give back, um, that's very important to the club. We do, we do a lot of things throughout the year to give back to the community because I feel that as the head golf professional, it's important to any club to give back. So, um, yeah, they embrace it, and, and the staff embraces it as well. Tita Green live here at Oak Hill Country Club. Jason Ballard, the head golf professional from Oak Hill, with us here. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester on WGR. Hope you're enjoying our coverage here today as we make the trip east down the thruway from Buffalo to Rochester to uh, one of the most famous golf courses in the world. Um, how about, uh, before we get to our tip of the week here, just a couple of thoughts on what we've been seeing from Jordan Spieth lately. I know he's playing quite well, although he didn't have a very strong finish yesterday to his second round, uh, at Firestone in Akron, but he's there, but what he did at the Open Championship, what may happen at the PGA next week, I know the build-up to that at Quill Hollow, Jason's going to be about him going for the, to be the youngest person ever to have the Grand Slam. Yeah, you know, uh, Jordan's a special, special guy, uh, we're very fortunate here uh, Gavin, to have Gavin Hall as as a member here, and he, uh, he he tells us a lot of Jordan stories that they're you know both at Texas for a time, and uh, I've spent a little time with Jordan at the Masters, and, and I can tell you he's, he's as down to earth as they come, um, you know. So I'm hoping he, he pulls it off, but in a way I'm hoping maybe he waits to 23 and does it here at, at uh, <laughs> there you go. too. So uh, I'm sure he's going to get it done before then, but uh, that would be a, a kind of a nice story for us. Um, amazing talent. Yeah, he, even though he hasn't, you know, said he didn't have a great finish of second round yesterday, that shot he hit on Thursday, the escape shot, was, inc- and he said, I'm going to try something stupid here. Um, you know, he's got that tiger brilliance when it comes to scrambling. I Am I wrong? I mean, it's it's probably unfair to Jordan for me to say that, but he, some of the escapes he makes are Tiger-esque, aren't they? Absolutely, and it, it all comes down to really a short game. I mean, we, we I think we all know that a short game is better than, than most of the players at this point. Um, you know, maybe once in a while it gets a little wild with his driver, but, uh, you know, when you putt as well as he does, you can make up for those mistakes, and we shouldn't take anything uh, away from his caddy and how much that relationship means to uh, to him. I, th- I think his caddy is probably one of the best out there, and uh, they work well as a team. Many Many people were speculating last year when he was 
sort of struggling. The, master, he's a couple, the Masters collapse. Right, yeah, like, oh, he's going to get rid of Michael Greller. And, he, he, you know, he was, no, I'm, I'm with this guy. And stood by him when there was a lot of scuttlebutt about it. And, you know, it was the right move, especially in a year when we've seen some cat, you know, high-profile breakups here. And he stuck with them, and it's paid off. It certainly paid off for Jordan Spieth. Yeah, Mickelson's, Mickelson with a new caddy, now McElroy with McElroy, a new caddy. Yeah. I mean, that's – and, you know, it's, there's not a ton of caddies that are known by golf fans, but the group that we mentioned, everybody knows those names. So that is some big breakups there too. I mean, the, the caddy-player relationship for some is extremely important. For others, they might say it not as much, but obviously for someone like Spieth, he really values that. He's – gone out of his way he uses the word we every time he's up there with some of his acceptance speeches when he wins well he knows it's a team uh favorite hole here yeah for me uh funny uh probably one of the best holes on the entire property we never talk about because on the west course uh but number 13 on the west is a par four um classic donald ross and and maybe 13 on the east too so uh you know kind of similarities there but 13 on the east tough par five uh, probably the toughest layup shot out here. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. you're correct. You're ex- yeah, uh, everything runs to the left and the left rough, and then you get blocked out by the trees. But uh, pretty spectacular hole. Um, you know, it's 600 yards. What, what else are you going to say about that? Absolutely. I know Jack Nicholas had said that the ninth, the one that dog legs mm. right up the hill. He said not only is one of his favorite, but he thinks it's one of the toughest par fours in the country. He just said that you know that one to me, and of course, depending upon the speed of the green coming up here shooting up at it i mean that's that's a really challenging hole and uh you know i could see why nicholas said what he said about it yeah the ninth yeah if you're anywhere on that right side of the, even the fairway if you're on the right you're you have to hit a massive cut correct to, and keep to it find, low yeah to, to find the green yeah good luck with that yeah exactly <laughs> you know it's a, yeah, it's a great point um and the sixth hole is yeah. the sixth the par three it yes is. that's where the i believe at the u.s open they had Hole in ones, and it was either back to back groups or that hole's changed over two the years that, too. Yeah. It they, has. Uh, we had four hole in ones. There that we go. Day. Okay, uh, thank you for correcting no, me. No, that's that. okay. Four, yes. <laughs> I can tell you that the the membership has voted uh, rather unanimously to uh, do a restoration project of the East Course that will take place after the Senior PGA in nineteen. Um, so that hole will change again, um, and uh, we're excited about those changes coming up. Can you give us a little preview? Yeah, give us a little hint yeah. of what's going to happen there. So, yeah. so that hole would actually uh, to, uh, go away, and what is five now, which is a, uh, a short, shorter par four on the golf course, you hit over a uh, creek. Right. Yeah. So you, it's, you kind of keep it left of the fairway, and it goes across that creek. Yep. Right. Uh, that will go back to more of its original Donald Ross design. It'll become a 500-yard par four. Wow. So uh, much tougher second shot with the creek on the left. You know, you'll be hitting a 200-yard shot as opposed to a 120-yard So six shot. green will become five green? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, what is number uh, four now, the par five? Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll play a par three, which is at the corner of the property when you come in shape and way. It's a chipping area right now, Correct. Right? And okay. that, that will come into play. So it'll, it'll go par five, par three, par four. Um, so that stretch of holes, if you count what will be number Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That stretch of par fours in a row is going to be very challenging wow. for the guys. So you, so the the rotting, you, you go par four, par four, one, two, par three on three, par five, five, five on the back there. Four yep. will be a par five. Correct. Five will be a par three. Six will be that long, long par, par four. four. Yes. Okay. And uh, we've we've got the original Donald Ross drawings, and, and at one point that hole, I, I, I believe. You know, back in the '70s, was was ranked in the top 100 in the in the U.S. as is. So we're excited to get that back. The discussion that I'm I'm curious to have that that you obviously have had with members of, okay, this is highly touted as one of the best courses in the world. Like, why would you mess with it? I guess this maybe somebody is listening saying, why would you mess with it? So, uh, can you maybe take me through just some of the the thought process there? I mean, there have been a lot of restorations. Oakmont has done some work on that. There's some other courses that have gone back to. Um, original, the original designs, designs right. and things like that. Is that is that uh, was that really something that uh, pushed over? Is that other kind of maybe well-known clubs have done that, or just what were some of the thought processes you've heard from members in terms of the ver- their ended up voting in the way that they did? Well, I think uh, a couple things. Uh, it's certainly a trend in the business right now. Uh, number number two, and, and probably the most important, is that our tees or excuse me, our greens uh, in bunkers had to be redone anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, knowing that we had to uh, to do all 18 greens, 
we started looking at a few holes that maybe uh, we've lost kind of the Donald Ross characteristics on those holes, and, and, and we're going to bring those back. So, um, you know, you're right about uh, Oakmont. Um, I was just actually there with a group of our members. Great spot. But I can tell you that, that this course will never become an Oakmont. Um, you know, our trees are part of our legacy and, and the toughness of the golf course. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> we're, <laughs> right, yeah. we're their greens. Their greens are their, their – what, what, yeah. is the most challenging for their members. So, uh, you know, while we may remove a few trees just for sunlight and other issues like that, I mean, uh, you'll never see Oak Hills as, as an Oakmont and treeless. Yeah, that's great to it's, hear. It's Oak Hill. It yeah, should have but, Oak, <laughs> the trees. But you know what? These, right. these great golf courses in America, they, they do make changes. You do have to maintain bunker maintenance. Uh, has to occur. They erode over time, and they, there has to be some maintenance with that. And you, The golf course we're going to see next week at the PGA Championship, Quail Hollow, I'm sure you've been there. Uh, I've played it. It is an amazing golf course, yet they changed it. They yeah. changed it for, you know, made some renovations that they felt they could make the golf course better, which, you know, to the naked eye or amateur eye, from me, like, well, how could you make this place better? It's amazing. But there's certain things they wanted for competitive reasons and for maintenance reasons and such that um, they needed to do, and we'll see it next week at the PGA Championship. Absolutely. One thing that we try to do here at Oak Hills is um, never rest on our laurels. And, and we're trying to lead by uh, creating a culture of continuous improvement. I love that term, something mm-hmm. we used at Augusta National when I was there. And uh, it always means trying to get better every single year, whatever area you're talking about. But it could be service. It could be the golf course. It could be the clubhouse. Um, so, you know, culture of continuous improvement. I love that. Jason Ballard, head golf professional here at Oak Hill with us on Tee to Green. We're live at Oak Hill. And just a, a few moments left here with Jason. Let's get to our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. It's brought to you by the Western New York PGA Growing a Giving Game. And Jason's going to talk a little bit about warm-up and the do's and don'ts and something that probably maybe people don't take as seriously as they should, Jason, warming up before you play around. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, you know, there's a difference between warming up and practice. Uh, it, it, a lot of times we'll see members or guests, you know, pull in and go straight to the first tee. I've been, I've had to do that right from the golf shop to the first tee. But, you know, one thing, you got to get your body ready, right? So we have a fitness area. It's always good to do a little stretching. Uh, but one thing I would say, especially this year, we're talking about how wet it has been out here, is, you know, get a feel for the rough before you go out to play. So throw some balls in the heaviest grass that you can find, uh, either on the on the practice tee or on in around the short game area. Um, you know, get in the bunkers. The bunkers change as we get moisture and, and we lose moisture. So hit bunker shots. You know, not too many people warm up and, and actually hit bunker shots. Very few, I'd say. Because um, we never think we're going to hit it in the bunker. That's Correct, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I practice over here, I'll never yeah. be there. <laughs> that's, right. that's, that's a great point. Yeah. The other thing I think uh, is, again, we're talking the difference between warm-up and practice, is when you're on the putting green, uh, you know, I see a lot of people throw down seven-footers and, you know, miss, 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 make. You know, you're not creating a, a culture of kind of um, – you're not really creating um, something that's that's uh, going to allow you to succeed um, if you keep missing putts. So what I like to do with my students is have them putt really long putts before they go out to play, just to get a feel of the speed, and then really short putts so they can hear the ball go in the hole. Practice those seven-footers when you're actually practicing, not when you're out warming up, because mm-hmm. you just want to hear the ball go in the hole. Um, I think on the PGA Tour, you know, uh, I think PGA Tour players only make about half of the seven-footers they look at anyway, so... That's correct. You know, yeah. so anyways, really short putts, really long putts, not so much in between, and then go out and, and have fun on the golf course. Good advice. Great. That, that hearing that hearing that ball rattle at the bottom is it is no, no sweeter sound, right? That's a great feeling, no <laughs> doubt. Our West Unless York, it's for a double bogey. <laughs> that's true. That's right. Our West New York PGA tip of the week again, Jason there on warming up. Brought to you by the Western York PGA, Growing and Giving Game. You can check out all the information, all the great things that the Western York PGA does at their website, wnypga.com. If you have your son or daughter that wants, you want them to get involved in golf, that's a great place to look there. Or no matter what age, what gender, no matter what experience you have, if you just want to start up golf or, or you, you know, you've been saying, you know what, I, I feel like I want to start this year. You can go to that website, lots of places that's close to your home. You can go see your local PGA professional, and they can get you started in the right get direction. Get him started young. Gavin Hall uh, out of here in Rochester. Will Thompson also a great young we player. Saw, we spoke with Will we Thompson with Will, yeah. at the Porter Cup at yes. Niagara Falls Country Club a few, a few weeks ago. He's been playing in the Porter Cup four years from age 12. Right. <laughs> and, he's, and Hall, again, was uh, in the final group at the Porter right. Cup. He had another chance to win. Yeah. He's had... 
um, a very storied career at that Porter Cup. It's his U.S. Not Open for Phil. Yeah, it's his U.S. Yes. Open. But, but he's been there. And, it's all right. He's going to be on, on to bigger and better things here soon. And the so. Porter Cuppers and all the members at Niagara Falls love Gavin Hall. Yeah. This was one of the, fav- his, the favorites of all time, yeah. no doubt. Classy competitor. No doubt. Sure. That's great. Jason, thanks so much for having us. We really appreciate Thank you, it. Brian. Thank it's you, awesome. Gavin. Thank Looking you. Appreciate it. it. Jason Ballard, head golf professional here at Oak Hill. We'll step aside on tee to green, take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll speak with the golf chair here at Oak Hill, and that is David Freeze. More on all the great stuff coming up here, the events, the course, the history, Kevin and I's thoughts, and other things along the way. Tee to Green live at Oak Hill. Back with more in a moment here on WGR. 7.30. Welcome back. Tee to Green live on location. A little east of where our normal location is in the Buffalo area. Today we are in Rochester at the famous Oak Hill Country Club. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PJ Pro Jeff Metis working hard back at his invitational at the Park Club. Although we hear it's raining. It's raining out, so he's hardly worked. No, I'm kidding, so, Jeff. I'm just teasing everybody. That's right. So, Jeff, we miss you today. <laughs> our uh, our view today is very good. We're on the patio here overlooking the 18th green on the East Course, and the sun is out here in Rochester. So uh, thanks, last segment, to Jason Ballard, the head golf professional, for joining us, giving you our insight on his uh, his insight on the course and his Western New York PGA Tip of the Week on warming up. If you missed that or if you're just joining us here on the show, we'll have it all up on our on a little bit later this morning at WGR550.com. With us now, though, David Freeze, golf chair here at Oak Hill. He joins us now for his thoughts on some of the events coming up here at Oak Hill as well as uh, our fun in terms of talking about the course history here. David, good morning. Good morning. I've learned, by the way, all Freezes are good golfers because, right. you know, we had Tim Freeze, uh, a professional at Transit Valley. and Who's uh, been on our show from time to time. I uh, just won the great. section championship again, right? That's and, right. And, you know, I, I see David's name uh, on plaques here, so... One club I'm going to change. Yeah. I'm going to change my uh, last name to Freeze. <laughs> <That's> so, <right. laughs> hope my game gets better. No, but right. thanks for having us here. Great yeah, to have absolutely. you. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we uh, we Kevin and I had said uh, the two of us that are long winded to start that we could talk by ourselves all day about just the the great events and the history and our memories of watching the pros here and us playing the holes here, but. Um, we want to hear it from you, too. Just uh, th- the long list of things that have been here, U.S. Opens and PGAs and Senior PGAs and Ryder Cups and amateur events and all that sort of stuff. And th- there's more to come now here, David. And I'm sure that more you, along with the members, are super excited about that. Yeah, we're very excited to host uh, the 2019 Senior PGA Championship. We had it back in uh, 2008 when Jay Haas uh, was uh, victorious and a very popular winner here. He was uh, friends with the Harmon family, and Craig was our pro at the time. And and uh, for Jay, it was an opportunity for vindication. He stood on that 72nd hole with Bernard Langer, and uh, it brought back some memories in 95 when, when he'll tell you honestly that uh, it might have been the worst tee shot he's ever hit in competition was his tee shot in 18 in the Ryder Cup in 95. And then he he had an opportunity, he had a lead, and uh, he, he piped it right down the middle and then hit a six iron in the middle of the green and ended up uh, winning that. And I... Uh, I know for him it was very personally satisfying, and for the membership it was great uh, to have uh, a, a name like that go up on the wall. And uh, and, and so we're we're excited to have uh, those guys back. And when you know it, Longer's still playing and still winning these right. championships. Longer wins every week. He won again last week at the Open. I know the Senior Open. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Longer, you mentioned Haas, and then uh, I know, Kevin, we were talking before the show. You were here. You saw Sergio as an amateur. Yes. When Young yeah. teenager, Kucher was a young amateur, and we of course saw Kucher almost beat out Spieth at the Open this year, and uh, the other names that have performed here so well. I mean, almost almost everyone that's performing now in terms of uh, a big name on the PGA Tour was here back in 2013, and uh, yeah, the two the two that I figured right now, Spieth and Day, Spieth and Day, yep. Spieth and Day haven't you know yeah, played here in a big competition so, so they'll be back but uh you know yeah. you mentioned kuchar and uh sergio so they played in the quarterfinals on that friday in the u.s amateur and uh they were all square coming to our our fifth hole and they both had 12 to 14 foot putts downhill side hill and, and here you got you know matt's the defending u.s amateur champion he's played in the masters he's got that story with his father on the bag and they're they're winning left and right every amateur event and they just sort of look at each other and i don't, I don't want to put this one and sergio says i don't want to put this one either and they just, they just walk right on to the next hole uh sergio ended up winning the match and then lost in the semis but it, it was great having uh, both those guys here uh, who, did, who did sergio lose in the semis i, I came for that match i think he lost to McKnight. Yes, who, that's correct. Tom up, McKnight. Yeah, who ended up losing uh, then to Hank Keeney. Yes, in the, in the finals. Final. I remember uh, my uh, 
my now wife, she was uh, my then girlfriend. We were um, walking, and she speaks Spanish, right? And I said, what are they saying? You know, because Sergio's dad was on the bag. She's like, well, what do you think they're saying? They're talking about whether to hit a six iron or you know, <laughs> something else. I'm like, what do you think they're saying? They're talking about golf. I'm like, well, we all want to know. Yeah. And so she would interpret. There's like a, the gallery. She was interpreting right. for the gallery. What's That's going right. on? It was pretty yeah. cool. No ropes back then. You could yeah. just sort of, you know, U.S. amateurs, you can just sort of walk around and be right with the players. And uh, it's a really neat experience. I, you know, I think someday down the road that would be something we'd, we'd love to uh, consider having back as we look at the landscape, you know, 19 with with the senior PGA. Um, and then right after that, so that's that ends Memorial Day weekend of uh, 19. And then August 1st of 19, uh, we start the restoration project here on the East Course and uh, change three holes uh, fundamentally. And the, every hole is going to have the greens and green surrounds and, and bunkering uh, all redone uh, to allow for more hole locations to account for the green speeds here in, the, you know, 2019. And um, and preserve the health uh, health of the grass. We've done a lot of tree removal here over the last few years to open things up and to allow mornings like this. You'd ha- in the past you'd have had six of our 18 greens bathed in shade, and now there's hardly a one. Um, so uh, that that's been a, a big emphasis to the health of the turf to to get the air into the ground and and. Uh, so the look of the place is a little different. I think even those guys, when they come back in a couple of years, will will notice some differences. Um, but then certainly after that, it's going to be fundamentally changed. And I know the membership's very excited about that. How, the I guess the uh, the balancing act of you know this is Oak Hill. We expect the trees, and members for a long time have played it this way. But also, of course, the lure of restoring it to maybe the way it was originally intended to be. Yeah, the trees weren't uh, 100 yeah. feet tall or 200 That's feet right. tall, right, so, back in the day. <laughs> I mean, in ter- conversation with other members about this, and sure. ob- obviously you held a vote, and I'm sure this right. wasn't just a you know, a five-minute meeting, okay, we're out of here sort no, of thing. It's, like, it's been probably a two- to three-year process uh, in terms of going back and interviewing several potential architectural candidates and consultants, ultimately deciding on Andrew Green with some help from Jeff Sluman. Um, That's a good name in his area. Yeah, and, yeah. And people Jeff, get on board with Jeff, that. Jeff yep. gets inducted into our Hill of Fame on uh, Tuesday, uh, August 15th, so that's a big day coming up for us here at the club. And, um, you know, once he was identified, then going through a master plan and having him look at it, not necessarily, and he'll be the first to tell you this, not necessarily calling this an Andrew Green project, but, but just putting Ross's name back on the club. And, um, and and what can we do to get it back and more approximate the things that he was he was trying to do and the things that the, the things that he emphasized as an architect, and um, and so that's that's a big part of the project. When we go out and look at some of our greens right now, uh, the whole locations are very very minimal uh, because of green uh, because bunker encroachment, the sand buildup over the years, and these greens get pinched and and you have these little tiny ravines wherein. Tournament, when you have the greens up to tournament speeds, there's just, just one sort of little area right up the middle where you can put these hole locations and, and trying to make it more, more, more enjoyable day in and day out so you have some variety. Uh, we think the changes to 5, 6, and 15 are going to make it a lot more fun for the members and, and bring back more of the diagonal hazard that, that Ross seemed to favor for our new 6th hole. Um, and the new 15th... Um, you know, right now is is a three, a five, or a seven for a lot of the memberships, and sure. there's, there's not much in between. And uh, uh, trying to um, again make that more fun day in and day out will still be a, a very challenging hole if for I the best to, players I, in the world. Fifteen. Yep. If I had to guess what you're going to do, that front bunker is that going to be removed? Yeah. So with so you 15, can run it up or I think play the, it short. I think the biggest change on fifteen is going to be the removal of the pond, so we can look. Oh, out really? Here okay. Our, our vantage point here, that pond is going to go, and um, it's it's going to be set up a little higher on the hill, mm-hmm. and the bunk the bunkering is going to wrap around front and left, and there's going to be a sharp fall off, grass fall off on the right. So if you miss it right, it's going to fall off another 8, 12 feet. Uh, it's going to be a difficult chip shot, but it's not going to be in the water. And if you do hit it left, you'll be in the sand, but again, you won't be facing water, and if you just miss it, the green right now rolls straight into that pond, and mm-hmm. so... That's going to change. That's the hard part. If you miss it right, it's a five. If you miss it left, it's oftentimes worse um, because the next shot goes in the water sure. and then you're left with more possibilities. You mentioned fall off. It's not going to be like the sixth hole at CCB in Buffalo. Uh, no, it's no. not It's not going to be that, which is a spectacular <laughs> Yes, hole. it's a great, yeah. great, it's great a spectacular. golf hole. <laughs> uh, we're not attempting to replicate that. Okay. Um, 
that's, that's a Ross design, that's, right? It is. Yes. It's, and Ross took that ravine there and the stonework, and he worked magic yeah. in and around that area. And, that and hole's brilliant. It yeah, really is. It is. And you stand on that. It just you come off five, and all of a sudden you make that right turn, and you look at this, and you go, whoa. <laughs> yes. Whoa. Okay. Well, I see it's why sort everybody of, wakes up to play this place. Well, you day. come off 14 green here on the east course, yeah. and you, you look at you, you, that tee box right there on the other yeah. side of the green, and you look down, and you're like, whoa. Yeah, it just beats you. You've already been beaten up yep. 12 to 14 times probably, and then you look at that, and it can be a round killer. Um, but it's I, I think most people are, are really excited about that one, just that it's going to offer more possibilities and give, and give day in and day out the membership a, a little more chance to play without mm-hmm. having that round spoiled. Uh, close to the end when you got, but you know you you still have to hit a good shot. It's still going to be a small target. Um, there still can be trouble whether it's in the bunker or whether it's right off the ledge. But it'll be a different hole, yep. um, and again allow for for many more possibilities now in terms of hole locations. Where right now because of the way it's so sloped into that into that pond area, it's a, it's it's a difficult one, especially for for tournament speeds. Hmm. Well, exciting times here, I no doubt. I'm sure the members have to be excited about the the events coming, the changes, the course restoration. So uh, it, it's a fun time. We're excited to be here today talking about it. And uh, yeah. now with with neck with the, the senior PGA 19 and the renovations, and then uh, the, the promise of a PGA Championship in 23, right? So we still we still hold on to that and look forward to all that all that's coming up here. And uh, it's been it's a lot of history, like you mentioned. It's it's been a lot of fun. My First experience out here. I was a kid who grew up playing Durand Eastman, which is a municipal course in town, and uh, and uh, the the final day of the '84 Senior Open was here. And I, I told my parents, you know, I think I'd like to go check that out. And I got two buddies, and and uh, walking from the practice tee, uh, practice green here to the first tee, Arnold Palmer takes the hat off my head. He says, "Do you play golf?" I said, "Not really." And he said, "Well, you know, you, you should take that up. You should have some <laughs> fun with it." And the next day, wouldn't you know? I mean, I start. Playing cool. more and more, and, uh, and and keep coming back here for all the events, and ended up uh, joining after leaving uh, Buffalo for for medical school in two thousand one. So awesome! Did he give you the thumbs up too? He gave me the thumbs up. Yeah, nice. I, unfortunately, <laughs> I couldn't root him on to victory. He came in second uh, that day, but uh, it was it was still a remarkable experience, and uh, it's what got me into this and got me working here as a caddy later for the eighty nine Open, caddying in the bag room and. And then ultimately uh, joined later on, but it's 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 a wonderful special place. Still get excited driving that Chapin Way coming in every yeah. day, and yeah, get, get goosebumps thinking about it. So yeah, it's, it's a it's a great drive up, no doubt. Well, Dave, thanks so much for coming on. I, I got you got your glove and your your back your shirt. Yeah, I think so I'm I know ready you're, to go you're ready here. to go. Yeah. We yeah. don't want to keep you from your round. So hit him well for today. Thanks again thank for you. coming thank on, you guys. Both David Freeze, golf chair here at Oak Hill with some great insight on the course and uh, some of the upcoming changes coming here. What a great story about that. Arnold Palmer, huh? That is sweet. That's awesome. That really is. It's not – I see, I thought my story was cool with Rory, but that's better. Yeah. No, it, I've told you I, – I, I met Arnie once. Yeah, you said at Briarwood, right? Well, and avid listeners of the station remember the coach, Chuck Dickerson, who just had a yes. birthday uh, this week, so happy birthday, coach. And he interviewed Arnold Palmer when uh, his group just – added Briarwood to the portfolio, and he came into tour, and he played, and he played with some members. And, uh, matter of fact, uh, Lou Bill Tier from Chefs was, um, at the time, a sheriff, and he was one of the, the you know, on, on the details. So yeah. he had this great picture of him and Arnold. And I, as a young, uh, young intrepid reporter. The picture well, you showed me yeah. of him. You were so young. I had, I, had, <laughs> I, had, I had to pour Chuck Dickerson in my two, two-door two coupe and drive him out to uh, Briarwood and uh uh, to interview Arnold Palmer, and I was my uh, operate the tape deck, you know, right. back in the day, and I'm like, this is great, and and Chuck did a great thing. He he said, Mr. Palmer, before we start, I want you to meet my colleague Kevin Sylvester. Kevin, how are you? You know, nice yeah. to meet. Shook my hand, and then we got we got done. He goes, Hey, good luck to you, Kevin. I'm like, oh, thank you, Mr. Palmer. Like, yes, just yeah, and that, that photo and uh, Bill Whippert. When I when Arnie, Arnie passed away, I I wrote a little thing on Facebook and uh, on Twitter, and Bill Whippert went through and he found the photo from that day. He was taking photos. Wow. He had a shot of it and he sent it to me. So thank you, Whip, because uh, you know it's one of those things where I, we, you know, we don't get autographs in well, our business. Also, it's not what we do. There was no selfies back in the right. Days. You didn't have cell <laughs> didn't phone take, cameras. It wasn't a hey, can you take a picture of us quick? It's it wasn't unprofessional that. to bring. Hey, I have my uh, you know camera here. Let me wind it up and take right. it. And so. 
Uh, the fact that, you know, that's how good Whip is. He takes shots of everything anywhere, and he is. He's got them all on file. He's fantastic. And he's like, hey, I was going through. I, you read anything going through You know, about that day? I found this. Sent it to me, and it's a, a prize photo. So. Yep. Well, quickly, my 30-second McElroy story. The, the media day here before the 2013 PGA Championship, uh, maybe it was in May or June, because the event would have been in August. That I want to say it was May. It was yeah, May. It was we in played May. in May. Anyway, for those of you that don't aren't familiar with the course here, the 1 and the 14th holes, in some sense, share a tee box. Correct. They're right next to each other. But the back tee for one is also the tee box for 14. For 14, right. Tournaments. One yeah. goes in one direction, one goes in the other way. Anyway, long story short, McElroy's here because he's the defending champion of the PGA Championship, and he had done a press conference, and then, of course, the media got to go play. So there was a pretty good group following McElroy here. Some media, but also just members, other fans, things like that. I don't know, a few hundred, I'd say, whatever. Right. Watching Roy play the course. Lo and behold, my group and the, the other media members that I was playing with, we were on one as we see this herd coming off 13 green from, from McElroy and then over to 14. And then there was some pictures and some interactions, some meetings. Anyway, so we're all watching this, taking it in. And we're like, all right, well, we got hit. And we say, well, well let's watch Rory hit 14 because 14 is the one that's, if you can drive it, if you want to give it a shot. Well, Rory can drive it, not me. but Rory can drive it with a two iron. Right. right. Um, but we all looked at Rory, and Rory said, no, you guys go ahead. You were here first. <laughs> So it was the most nervous I ever was hitting a golf shot. I'm sitting there on the first hole at Oak Hill, ready to drive. It wasn't even, you know, the the few hundred that are following McElroy are watching, but McElroy's watching too, and I'm like, <laughs> all right, just look at, I just don't duff the shot here. It, uh, I luckily hit it solid. It definitely went a little right, but it, I hit it solid at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good contact. Good contact. Good contact. That's all I was open for. Didn't worm burn it. That's uh, right. I'm like, Rory just McElroy. please get this ball up and going. Hey, so. and by the way, Jason Ballard, uh, you know, the head golf professionals here, the first segment did mention their invitational. They're getting ready for that next week. Yeah. If somebody has a partner who backed out. Um, Brian or I would be willing to step in. I'm That's just, true. I just said public service for members here at Oak Hill. If we want the tournament to go on without right, any yes, hiccups. they want us having to rearrange flights right. or whatever. So if that needs to happen, um, we can adjust handicaps as need be. And, and we're willing to, you know, if I have to drive in every day, no problem. Um, That's right. Secondly, we do have an opportunity to play a, with you and I. In a match, you need a partner. I need a partner. It's a Michelob Ultra golf experience from our friends at Michelob Ultra. You have to tell us why we should pick you as our partner on Twitter, and you have to use hashtag MickUltraGolf. That's M-I-C-H, Ultra Golf. We've had uh, a couple of clever uh, entries in that. Matter of fact, one fella said to uh, tweeted at Brian that if he and Brian beat me and my partner – that, Brian, you would be his partner at the Lockport Invitational next year. Now, yeah. I will tell you, if he offered me that, he'd already be my partner. The contest would be over for my partner. But he offered that to you, so I don't know what your decision is well, with that. So I, The contest is still underway. And, and so I didn't wanna... Frankly, I'm, I'm mentioning that because I'm trying to entice people to say, that's the kind of thing it's going to take. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, this is what we're going to do. Uh, we are going to play a, a match, Brian and his partner, against me and my partner selection. This will announce the winners next week, so you got another week to get your entry in. Hashtag Mick Ultra Golf. Six holes of best ball, uh, six holes of shamble play, six holes of alternate shot. We'll see what the see how quickly we gel together there through 12 holes of golf. So, And you get a great prize pack from Michelob Ultra. All right. Hashtag Mick Ultra Golf. Hashtag Mick Ultra Golf. Make sure you use that. All right, time out here from Oak Hill. We're on the patio overlooking the beautiful course. Kevin and I back with more thoughts on Oak Hill, and we'll give you the check of the Encore Golf and Cobra Puma Golf PGA Tour leaderboard. They're in Akron this week at the Bridgestone Invitational. We'll also get our Champions Tour report. Uh, yes, the same guy won the Senior Open mm. last week that we mention every week. We'll get to that. And uh, some more great stuff here as we are at Oak Hill for another 12 minutes or so. Here on WGR, we'll be back with more in a moment. Back on Tee to Green, live at Oak Hill here in Rochester. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester. Thanks for being with us here on WGR. Time for our check of the PGA Tour leaderboard brought to you by Encore Golf, Buffalo's Golf Ball, 
and Cobra Puma Golf, where there's a king, you'll always find gold. Ask your pro shop for Cobra Clubs and Puma Gear. Well, this week, the World Golf Championship, Bridgestone Invitational at Firestone Country Club in Akron. Awesome place to go, by the way, uh, for a vacation. I'll explain that in a moment. Uh, if you're just looking for a little mini way to get some golf in. Jimmy Walker is your leader. Two-shot lead on Thomas Peters. Walker minus seven. Peters minus five. And some big names at minus four. McElroy, Matsuyama, Zach Johnson are all three off the lead. Jordan Spieth, Jason Day amongst a very large group at minus three. Tommy Fleetwood, the lone golfer at minus two. You've got Adam Scott, Paul Casey, and Mr. Hole-in-One this week. Hudson Swafford had a hole-in-one uh, in Akron this week. All at one under par. Some of the other bigger names. Kepka, the U.S. Open champion, is at even. Rose, Fowler, Watson, all at plus one. Dustin Johnson, pl- plus three. Mickelson and Kucher are both plus three. Rom plus four. Jason Duffner, the 2013 champion here at Oak Hill, the PGA Championship, uh, is at plus four. But Walker right now. Actually, who won last year's PGA Championship? That's correct. We should bring that up. It's time of year. He's peaking. minus seven. That's right. And uh, so there's your look at the PGA Tour leaderboard. But still, McElroy being with his new caddy, he's playing well. But Spieth, tied for sixth, minus three. He's still going to be the buzz going into this weekend. Yeah, he's uh, gearing up for next week. Uh, you know, this is what a great event, great competition for these players for the PGA Championship next week at Quail Hollow in Charlotte. If you've never been to Hall of Fame weekend in Canton. It's a super cool event. Kevin and I have both been there at various times for covering some of the Bills ones. But it always coincides with this PGA Tour event in Akron. And the course and the uh, Hall of Fame in Canton are about 15 minutes apart. Yeah. So the fact that most of the Hall of Fame stuff, the football game, the enshrinement ceremony, they're at night. And you got golf all morning and afternoon. Like if you're looking for like a little mini, like two or three day vacation, you've if you've never done the Hall of Fame and you want to see a, a PGA Tour event, I think this is a perfect way to do it. It's a little over of a three hour drive, and Canton, Akron area, it's you know it's, it's more affordable than maybe other areas of the country that you would go to <laughs> to go to for a PGA event. You're not going to California or something like no. this where it's going to be super pricey. Uh, I just think it's great. Also, I'll recommend as a spectator, Firestone's phenomenal. It's an easy walk. And you get a major championship field without the big crowds that you do right. at a major championship event because uh, it's the World Golf, so you got the top 50 in the world there, Kev. It's, it's a cool weekend. I know you and I have done that before, but to have both access to both. Yeah, it's, it's, and, and, but that's re- they moved the, the Hall of Fame a little later to coincide with that, I think. Yeah. Well, remember last year this, the, uh, the, turf the Bridgestone. <laughs> the Bridgestone, they moved it up because of the Olympics. That's right. But normally, okay. these always align. Gotcha. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, Champions Tour report time. Brought to you by Absolute Care and Orchard Brook, affordable adult-assisted living. The 3M Championship going on at TPC Twin Cities. And we have Mike Goodes and Kenny Perry at the no top. No Bernhard Longer? No, he's not playing this week. <laughs> uh, Longer won the Senior Open last week again. We've mentioned Jay Haas here many times. He's one shot off the lead at minus six. And because we're in Rochester, we should mention Jeff Sluman. He's three back. August 15th four. goes on the Hill of Fame here. Steph Curry. Yes, let's Kudos. finish with Curry. Let me tell you something. I, I, I hope people recognize how great that was. I don't think most were not expecting him to play well. Most were like, this was a joke that he got a sponsor's exemption. He represented uh, well. 74-74 in a Web.com tour event. Awesome. As outstanding. It's it's outstanding for a professional athlete in another sport to go into that arena and... And never had a blow up pole either. Right. Be close. Yeah. Right? Be close. Absolutely. Yeah, he never had... One of those rounds where you're, or one of those holes where you're like, oh, here's where he looks like right. an amateur. Never had it. No. Yeah. He's a stick. He can no, play. No doubt about it. Hey, a little anniversary history here for you. Yesterday was the anniversary of the day, August, what's today? August uh, 5th? Mm-hmm. August 4th, 1912. John McDermott wins the United States Open at the Country Club of Buffalo. Now, Grover Cleveland's course. It was a. It's he played thirty six holes on one day, thirty six holes on another day. He won for the second time, but 
For those of you that have played Grover Cleveland, you all know there's that sign, the site of the Open, 1912. McDermott won it. The U.S. Open back then was in August. It was only a two-day event. They played 36 one day, 36 the next day. McDermott won it. We're looking for McDermott to win in September, October, November, December this year. That's right. We don't care about you winning in August. Great, great segue there. By the way, <laughs> what I always love, uh, uh, what I always love about hearing about that tournament again, the only time that there was a par six in the history of the U.S. Open, there was a par six. The, Interesting. The course played a little over sixty or sixty-three hundred yards, yards but one of the holes was a par six. Now Pretty Grover cool. Cleveland's a place you go to break eighty for the first time. That's right. No, it is for, for anybody. If whatever you want to go break, whatever your barrier is, one hundred ninety eighty. That's the spot to do it. No doubt about it. Well, Kev, it's a shame that uh, we can't talk more about Oak Hill here, but our time is up. But it has been. You know uh, what I think? I think we need to come back. Absolutely. Thanks to Jason Ballard, the head golf professional, David Fries, the golf chair, Steve Bartkowski of the Western Air PGA for arranging us to come here today, and, uh, of course, all the staff, that uh, Gene and Max, that uh, they were great. care Couldn't of us on the way helpful. in, yep. no doubt about it, as uh, we sit here on the patio overlooking uh, the first hole and the 18th green of the famous east course and the west course just uh, to our other side here uh, it's a it's a great spot the 2019 senior pga will be back here and you're going to hear a lot more about the pga championship this upcoming week because it's at quell hollow there's supposedly going to be big news about things we've been speculating about about maybe a move in the calendar and uh, how that may affect oak hill we'll hear about that obviously maybe uh, in the upcoming days I'm, next I'm, week i'm thinking positive vibes man yeah let's hope yeah, we know nah, for, it's going to work out for golf in western new york having events like that here is big time. And to showcase the prize. Listen, this place is a it's, great famed yeah. golf course. It's going to work out. No doubt. All right, Kev. Next week, we will have the PJ Championship, so we'll talk then. We'll be in studio next week. That's right. It's been like a long time since we've been in studio. Long time. That's right. So, Joe, thanks for your work back in studio. You may see us next week. For Kevin Sylvester <laughs> and uh, PJ Pro Jeff Metis, who will be back with us next week, I'm Brian Colziel. T to Green, if you want to check it out at any point, on-demand audio, WGR550.com. Also, I'll tweet it out a little bit later, at Brian WGR. Thanks again for everybody here at Oak Hill. Hope you enjoyed the show, and enjoy your weekend. If you're playing, hit them straight right here on WGR. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.